I'm Becca. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Rooting for the Antihero. We're a podcast where we talk about all the things we love, specifically like content and IP that exists with very dedicated fandoms. Yes. Books, TV shows, movies. Taylor Swift. You can kind of look at us like a book club without those annoying ladies. Unless you find one of us annoying, then just don't tell us. It's fine. So for this season, we are going to be deep diving Sarah J. Mass's Court of Thorns and Roses. You've probably seen this on your TikTok feed. You've probably seen this on like your Instagram Explore page. How do you describe Akatar to people on the outside world? I usually describe it as like romantic fantasy. Okay. I call it sexy Lord of the Rings. <laughs> We're hoping to talk about the book and whatever else we end up talking about later on in a way that is intellectual and analyzes the book. Uh, but also funny, you know, yeah, fun. it's like, yeah, like how you're talking, we want, we hope we like feel like friends to you who have read this book and is like discussing it with you. Like, let's set the scene. Like, let's say you've waited years for the penultimate album for by One Direction to come out mm-hmm. and you've always wanted a best friend to deep dive it with where you can be a smidge critical, but mostly just fangirl. Right. Over like the greatest gift one Direction ever ever gave us, and that was the yeah. album four. And just have fun. So that's the attitude we're bringing to a Court of Thorns and Roses. So if you've never read the book before, we have many people who we already know are going to like read along with us. So that's kind of our hopes. We're going to cover a couple chapters an episode. We'll always like let you know what chapters are coming either on social media and also in these podcast episodes. You can lead, read along with us. So this is a great way if you've already read the books to like try to convince some of your friends who haven't read it yet to read to read it with you so you can like listen to the podcast as it comes out. So we will be not talking about spoilers in the main part of the episodes. However, at the end of the episodes, we'll give a warning and the very last thing we'll do is we will have a spoiler discussion. So it'll be spoiler free up to that. So if you are reading along with us for the first time, you can come into the safe space. Exactly. And when we like look at that main portion of the episode, minus spoilers, you can expect like a summary slash deep dive. And then we'll get into an episode awards section. We'll look at the winners and losers of each section of reading we do. And then we'll look at the best line. Katie and I will each choose one. And then the best use of magic. And then to round out our awards section, we will assign a Taylor Swift song that we think embodies component of the story. Because not only are we both huge Taylor Swift fans, but we feel like the Venn diagram of people who are fans of A Court of Thorns and Roses and people who love Taylor Swift is pretty much a circle. <laughs> if it's not, if you're not like in that's, you know, in the middle, the crossing, it's fine. It's one award. So it won't be like too overwhelming. And like it's at the end of the episode. So you can peel out. Right. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> but yeah, that is kind of what to expect with each episode. You'll find us in your podcatcher once a week. Right. We've are we're going to re- pre-record all of these so we make sure cuz we both work full-time jobs, you know. So we yeah, can't we're not full-time funny. podcasters. <laughs> so we we uh don't have the exact time to like do this on a weekly basis. So we're pre-recording them all so that way whenever we start releasing them, we can make sure we have one out for you every week. Correct. So you will be able to listen every week. And so right now the introduction episode's going up as well as episode 1 which covers chapters 1, one through, through four. 4. Yes. And the next week 
we will check for episode two. Do you it's want to go into chapters say? five through eight? I'm glad you have done this research for me. Well, I, I was like scrambling <laughs> to like, oh, what's well, next? I did re-listen. To <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so you can expect episodes from us every Thursday. I think Thursday is the anti-heroes day of the week. Oh. I love that. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think like it's not quite Friday. Right. But on the right week, it hits. Like a Thursday can hit. Yes. On the wrong week, a Thursday sucks. When you were in college, all the antiheroes went out on Thursday nights. <laughs> like that was the vibe. It's me. <laughs> Hi. Um, also, an antihero goes out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. A hero goes out Friday, Saturday. Right. Because they can sleep in the next two nights. When does the villain go and, out? A Monday? <laughs> the villain goes out any night between Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. we walk that line. I would argue an antihero can go on a, out on a t-shirt Tuesday. Yeah. In a collegiate setting. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not in college. But no, we're post-college yeah. at this point. Katie, what do you do? I am a teacher, a high school teacher. I'm also a writer, a fantasy... So- Let's write in with this. I write fantasy novels, so she's the authority on this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so yeah, I bring I bring in a lot. I was an English major in college when I was in college. Did I go out on Thursday nights? I'm not gonna say. Do you yeah. see yourself as an antihero? No, I don't see myself necessarily as like a full on hero. But I don't feel. I feel like I'm leaning more into the hero bracket than the antihero. Interesting. I feel like that kind of sounds really bad. Saying, no, but- I no. So last night Spencer and I were talking, and I was like, we were talking about how. The nice, funny guy always wins in the end. Mm-hmm. Like he ends up with the hot girl. And I was like, God, can you imagine just being nice and not being funny? And then we were trying to figure out if there's someone we know. That is just nice without being funny. That's nice without being funny. And then I was like, oh, my God. Am I not funny? And oh, my was, gosh. And he goes, no, Becca, you're funny, but you're also very mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then I left with my feelings hurt. <laughs> And so that's my energy. So you're an anti-hero is what you're saying. I would say I'm a morally great character. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's say, so I feel like I'm a flawed hero, if that makes oh, sense. I'm cute. very flawed. That's... I'm not going to pretend like I'm perfect well, at no all. no one is. I was going to say, what Sarah J. Mass character do you feel like you? Can we say that? Yeah, I think we could say that. Okay. Do you... Yeah, because we don't need to like deep dive why. Right. right. You uh, feel like you're Nesta. I'm either Nesta or Selena. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, my yeah, heart yeah, wants to be yeah. Selena. Selena, yes. I don't know. So you think you're either of those two. If I was had to pick like one of the big three Sarah J. Mass characters, I feel like I relate the most to Feyre, but I don't think I'm exactly Feyre. Who's the third? The big Bryce. three. Oh, the girl from Crescent right. City. Becca hasn't read Crescent City yet. I honestly feel like I might be the most like Gwen, which oh. you're not going to meet till several books later, but... I'm like trying to you place. You have Gwen energy. Yeah, I'm trying to play. Like she likes the library. <laughs> she likes the library. <laughs> she seems nice, but uh, she also seems ambitious. So I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> like Gwen's good. Katie, how oh, do- you need to say what you do because I said what I do. Oh, I work in marketing and I'm a spin class instructor, <laughs> which is how we met. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Katie and I cycled together, and then she was a really supportive friend while I was training to be an instructor, and then we became good friends on a impromptu road trip to see the podcast live in dallas and that's probably the first time katie tried to get me to read akatar yeah <laughs> um because because katie met my mom in the same road trip and my mom handed me <laughs> yes this is the moment i was like we're gonna be friends yeah and we hadn't really like i mean we'd covered that we yeah. like similar things but i mean what millennial woman isn't like i love harry potter <laughs> so we meet my mom at a starbucks my star my mom had just gotten back from portugal she and my dad had gone on vacation like an anniversary trip and the souvenir they got me was a pop-up 
illustrated copy of the Sorcerer's Stone in Portuguese from the oldest bookstore in Europe. And Becca freaked out. It was amazing. Like, and I was jealous. And I was, but I was also like, yeah, we'll be friends. So we met at the gym and. I convinced you to read Akatar. So we'll get into that in a second. Let me back up to like how I discovered Akatar. Yeah, go for so it. So I graduated from high school in 2013. So I was like prime, prime age time. for prime all time. the big young adult uh, book surge that happened during that time. Like I think the first Twilight movie came out when I was like 14 years old. So I was perfect age for that. Yeah. And I had read all the books like in the year leading up to the movie. And then I read all the Harry Potters in the same year. So I became like a huge reader at that point in my life. And then Hunger Games came out. Huge awesome. Hunger Games fan. All the dystopian stuff that was happening during that time. Especially if there's a love triangle. Oh, 100. Yeah. <laughs> now I like can't or stand like, love triangles unless they're like just done really trio. well. Right. Like, I think I got burned out on them. So Sarah J. Mass released this, her first book, Throne of Glass. I think I was either a junior or senior in high school. And I picked it up, read it, loved it because it was just like, you know, I'm a teenage girl. I'm living in a small town, Texas town, like 2,000 people uh, in the town that I went to school in, like one blinking red light. And so just reading about this girl who just was so like uh, she's like Feyre, like Selena, if you haven't read Throne of Glass, she's just like so independent and fierce and driven. And you like want to be her, like as we were saying, like I wanted to be Selena and she lives in this fantasy world. And even though there's bad stuff happening in it, I still like want to live in it. It's not like Game of Thrones or like the dystopian books I was reading where I was mm -hmm. like, I do not want to be in these worlds. That's like a I was good like, point. no, I want, like I would love to be in this world. Especially that first book. Oh yeah. Ooh. We don't quite have a big bad yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And so I, um, everyone's hot. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I can't, I, I get it. Right. And so I read all those as they were coming out. Agatar came out. I think we figured college. out it was like my sophomore year yeah. of college, like when I was 19 or 20, which Feyre is 19 yeah. and 20. Perfect. And so it was perfect. And Cordimus and Fury, the second book in the series, like changed my life, <laughs> changed it. And Don't so worry, we'll get there. Right. We'll get there. And so I like I fell in love with these books. They were popular, like amongst people who read but they've had a recent resurgence because of tiktok like they've become hugely popular now and so around this the, like this was around the time like when I, they're having like this resurgence and that we met and mm -hmm. you were trying to like read a little bit so spencer and i have this toxic trait of we'll like go to barnes and noble as a date spencer's my husband buy a book never read them no oh. um i was gonna say this sounds lovely until well, you got to the never read them well <laughs> And then we were driving cross country to a family wedding and I was like, let's stop at Barnes and Noble. It's right next to where we're eating dinner. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a book that I actually want to read. Mm -hmm. And I bought this young adult witch novel because I love, I love magic yes. in my reading. I've, I'm always just trying to chase the high of the first time I read Harry mm -hmm. Potter. Aren't we all? Um, <laughs> and I was got back from the studio. I read it. I read the book and like three or four days mm -hmm. and I was like oh do I have momentum so then I like the internet was talking about uh Taylor Jenkins Reid at that point so I read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and at that point Katie and I had like chatted before cl cycle classes and she was like trust me read A Court of Thorns right. and Roses because you're like picking up on reading but I could tell you weren't like hooked yet and I'm like you just need the book that will hook correct you. correct and everyone I knew from college is like reading this book Part of me is like, oh, if everyone's reading it, will I like it? Mm -hmm. And then Katie was like, you'll like it. And someone else in my life posted about it. And I was like, 
oh, I will like this book. Katie brings me her original copy of Akatar. It's hardback, worn in. Old cover. Yeah. With it's the girl on OG. it. Yeah. And I read that shit so quick. And then the next thing I know, I'm calling in sick to finish yeah, Akamath. Yeah. The next thing I know, I'm calling in sick to finish Akamath. And then I read Silver Flames in like a week. Right. And then we're like, we should start a podcast on this. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, so we started talking about that in September and dreams do come true. Uh-huh. I mean, we met, like, we became friends kind of through a podcast. Mm-hmm. I've done, I've dabbled in some podcasting before. Mm-hmm. We're both creative people. We want to talk about the book. And it one, just made sense. Yeah. We're millennials. We have to. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, so why do we choose Annie Hero, rooting for the Annie Hero? Besides being, I mean, part of it was being fans of Taylor Swift. Let's be yeah, it's Well, we're it is because it. we're fans of Taylor right. Swift. Truthfully, we went through all the things that have been copyrighted by Taylor right. Swift to see what we could but then what when we landed on it, domain. when we landed on this, so we were like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah, it. this is because it. first of all, we love anti heroes. Like, what do you like about anti heroes? I love a morally gray character. I agree. I love a character who is doing either the wrong thing for the right reason or the right thing for the wrong reason. Yeah, I mean, they're just interesting. Yeah, and they're more realistic. Like, if you had a perfect hero character, that's like. At first, it's a little boring. And then second of all, it's not real. So, like, if you are a real person reading a book about a perfect hero character, you're like, well, that can never be me. I can never be heroic because I can never be like that. Where I think with any heroes, it's a lot lot more interesting because you see a character possibly doing some heroic acts or coming back, doing heroic acts after, like, maybe doing some dark things in their past and they're, like, still able to do the right thing in the end. I don't know. I just think it's more realistic i think it makes the character a lot more interesting whenever they're flawed and they are gray and nothing's perfect and no one's wholly good because it's not real unless you're jesus and so uh yeah we love any heroes here yeah to quote uh serious black we're not the world's not split into good people and death Death eaters Eaters, yep but because of that do you want to get into the game yeah let's play a game okay so i have booted up mm, booted uh i have written up (laughs) She's booted up. Uh, 10 random Annie heroes. I try to like get them from different like fandoms. Worlds, yeah. Right. But there's some that do overlap. Overlap. That's overlap. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. But there are so many anti heroes in Game of Thrones. We I could know. truly do an only Game of Thrones ranking. We really could. And some of you might disagree with me on if these are anti heroes or not. And that's totally fine. The kind of twist of the game is I'm going to give Becca an anti hero and she's going to have to rank it one through 10, but she's not going to know what comes next. God, I feel the need to pace. Yeah. I like want to pace so, around the room. Here we go. I'm scared. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. So the first one we've got is Wanda Maximoff from the Marvel series. She is a Scarlet Witch. As you all know her, she uh, had her own show, which was excellent recently. Um, WandaVision. Yep. Yes. Where she did some pretty crappy things, but Wait, th- because she was grieving. I'm going to put her at five. Okay. Right in the middle? No, six. Okay. And these are just my favorite? Or am I trying to be objective and say the best? I think you can do whatever you want, but you probably should. Let the people know before they get mad. <laughs> I know. These, I would say your favorite. Look, these are going to be my favorite. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number two, Snape. So from Harry Potter, if y'all don't know who Snape was. <laughs> I would put uh, Severus Snape at three. Okay. For his fashion and his attitude. Yeah. I love Snape. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. He, he would probably be. Well, I don't know if he'd be number one. I'm looking at my list. I'm like, I know. Mm. That's why. That's why. Yeah. 
Okay, number three, Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. I'm like, I could put him at one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put Jamie Lannister at four. Okay, so below Snape. Damn it. Yeah. So right now you got three Snape, four Jamie Lannister, six Wanda Maximoff. Okay. Four Zuko. From Avatar The Last Airbender, he is Prince of the Fire Nation and Zuko. the winner of our hearts. <laughs> I love Prince Zuko. Uh, arguably my first crush, if we're being objective. I mean, it <laughs> probably explains a lot about my taste of men and probably why I'm still single. I do think there's a through line for us being obsessed with Zuko and us talking That's about, about fairies. Avatar, yeah. Um, I would say he's number two for me. I'm really interested about who I'm terrified. one's going to end I'm up terrified. Being. Now I'm like... Did you give me all the great ones early? And I... Mm, I don't know. Number five, Albus Dumbledore. Oh, that's a creative take. Well, a lot of people hate Dumbledore. Do you hate Dumbledore? No. No. I'm saying he's very flawed. He's so flawed. But I also he's think also he works for the good. He's also a communicator. Right. Yeah. I do think you can't be a hero unless you're a good communicator. <laughs> that's my new rule. That's my okay. new expectation for life. I'm not venerating anyone who's not a good communicator. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to throw him low. I'm going to put him at nine. I agree with you that he is an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumbledore's backstory that we get in the... Do you consider Crimes of Grindelwald and all that stuff canon? I mean, not so much as the books. Okay. Yeah, I'm just... Book, Dumbledore, he's an anti-hero. I th- see him as a flawed hero more than I see in, him as an okay, anti-hero. Okay. Wednesday Adams. From the Adams family. I know you, I don't, have you watched a new show? But you know Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll put her at eight. Arya Stark. One. Okay. <laughs> this is from uh, also Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Big Arya Stark fan. And I feel like some people would say she's a hero, but I'm also like, she kills a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think she's like, which also Jon Snow kills a lot of people, but I would feel, I feel like, like I our motives John, are a little different. Yeah. Like one is vengeance. Yes, exactly. One is like more honorable. Yeah. Whatever, one right? is just trying to protect people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, she's awesome though. I love her. I love Arya Stark. She's, she's number one for me. Yeah. Ooh, I like I like Arya, Zuko, Snape. Snape, Lannister, Jamie. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that. So right now you have five, seven, and ten open. Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm sorry, <laughs> from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I think I'm gonna give him number five. Okay, I love Captain Jack. We were talking about it this weekend. Mm-hmm. I have a depending on the year I watch. Pirates. pirates like all of the pirates of the caribbean content in one yeah. weekend it's top tier so yeah in my i opinion. just i and the score i oh. think it's the score that uh, like the, elevates it to the, a different level the score whenever they're getting married on the ship Stop. the sweeping hans Stop. zimmer i will listen to <laughs> I it over and over and over and over again it's beautiful like, like the plot only goes down like right. plot quality yeah but i just love those characters I and know. i love that world so we have seven and ten left okay i'm really interested to see what you do with these next two i feel like i'm gonna take my headphones off and throw them at the okay. wall <laughs> number nine rachel berry from glee i had to try to throw in like a that's contemporary. that's yeah. so she creative. is such an anti-hero though yes she is i <laughs> possibly a villain <laughs> i correct and i'm trying to separate is it leah michelle that i right. think is a villain or is it rachel, <laughs> rachel berry? berry okay i'm gonna put her at number 10 okay at number 10 i think that was the right way to go because your next one which will take the number seven spot is loki from marvel okay 
Yeah. The only thing I would have switched mm-hmm. is I would have ranked him above Wanda. It's yeah. the only thing I would have switched. This is the best blind ranking I know, I've I'm ever I'm very proud of you. Do. So let me just like read it out. So we're going to go from your least favorite to your favorite. 10, Rachel Berry from Glee. That was a good call. Nine, Albus Dumbledore. Eight, Wednesday Adams. Seven, Loki. Six, Wanda Maximoff. Five, Captain Jack Sparrow. Four, Jamie Lannister. Three, Severus Snape. Two, Zuko. One, Arya Stark. So that gives you a taste of who I am and who Katie is because right. Katie pulled that list together. So these, uh, like, are, these are pretty much my favorites as well. Yeah. I don't know if I would have ranked them exactly the same. How would you have differed? I think you would have put Snape higher. Yeah, I think Zuko and Snape would have take my, taken my top two. Fair. And then maybe... Arya, or maybe Jamie. I love Jamie Lannister. I'm a big yeah. Jamie Lannister fan, and I love Loki too. So Loki would have definitely been in my top five. But the but your bottom for the most part, or this would be yeah. my bottom. Yeah. I I think that the antiheroes you pulled are really good examples of like things we watch and mm-hmm. things we consume so you can get a good idea of who we are at the beginning of each episode we're going to share with you like a few of our favorite things that so we want recommendations, yes, yeah, content we've been consuming, mm-hmm. whether that's literature, film television right songs that has a lot of songs I, i'm probably always going to she, recommend so that's music. The, that's good because she's a, you're a music person i am a music person yeah. sometimes i'm a singer songwriter thank you for joining us for this inaugural episode of rooting for the anti-hero you can find us on social media at rooting for the anti-hero pod we're on tiktok and instagram you can always shoot us an email at rooting for the anti-hero pod at gmail.com and you can connect with me on instagram at becca j pepper or on TikTok at not a Dr. Pepper. You can find me on Instagram at Katie B. Hudson. Also, we are going to be collecting, like, if you want to send in theories or, like, discussion points or questions all throughout season one, we're going to be collecting those from you guys. And then in our last episode, once we finish, like, A Court of Thorns or Moses, we'll have one more episode where we will do some fun things where you like do like awards for the overall book but also we will answer uh, those questions yeah answer those questions talk about it and so please send them in like yeah. you can email them to us or you can dm us on you our social media you can also send us a voice memo yeah and we yeah. will play it on the yeah. podcast so if you've ever wanted people to hear your voice yeah. now's your opportunity exactly it's weird but it's fine <laughs> so Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, uh, go. You should, you know, as soon as it's over with, you should go start episode one. Yeah, and give it a listen. It, sh- it will probably autoplay in like three, <laughs> two. No, <laughs> kidding. Uh, we want to thank. Give some quick shout out. Quick thanks to our brand manager Taylor Kaysen, our um, community, community manager, manager Camille Bose. Her changing her last name soon. We want to thank the Texas A&M University's library system for letting us use their whisper rooms to record these. And Spencer, Becca's husband, because Becca is married. I don't know if we mentioned that. I think yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. Uh, he's a big part, so like he's yeah, gonna he be cu- he's gonna be brought up a lot. <laughs> he's he's a great guy. <laughs> he's also he is reading Akatar for the first time. Yes, yeah. and yeah, and you're getting his reaction. I am. Okay, okay good. I'll so, share those on social. Right. Um, so guys, thank you so much for listening. And. We'll see you under the mountain.